This is IELTS Facial Podcast Series, the official podcast from IFO Show, the one and only talk show in Vietnam about every IELTS. We are back in the studio, and you know, with every IELTS and with every academic focus kind of show, we need some kind of expert opinions. And you've heard a lot of experts talk before, and I think you do have, you know, you have seen quite a number of experts. But there's one expert that I think he's super fun to be with, and he's super fun to talk to, and he's back with us in the studio today to share some expert tips. Because at the end of the day, you know, to help you in your studies and in your run towards that perfect score. You're going to have to listen to a few expert tips. So let's welcome again Dan Ruel into the studio. Hello again, thank you. Yeah. So um, today we're going to be talking about media. Um, is media one of the topics that you you hear often in the IELTS exam? It's quite common. It's very frequent, and not only in speaking but also in in writing. I think because media is such a common thing to talk about these days that it's it's very frequent in IELTS. Mm-hmm. And today, for our stars do IELTS section, we're going to have um, the singer, the voice singer, Thuy Bui, and she's going to be talking about the person that makes her happy. So let's see what she has to say about the person that makes her happy. Okay. Hello. Good morning. Morning. Um, what's your name? My name is Thuy. And may I see your identification, please? Yes, please. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Why do you want to do the IELTS exam? All right, most of them they want to do the IELTS exam for go abroad, but with me it's different. Uh, I'm I'm a singer, so I want to take the IELTS exam. It's for just for myself first, because uh, I I know that English nowadays is very important for everyone to in. Communicate with uh, the people, and we can connect to people all over the world. So um, my 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 um, purpose to be to do the exam is going to um, uh, make my dream come true. This is come to United States, especially New York. Yeah. Why do you want to go to New York? <laughs> It's a good question. <laughs> Um, New York uh, uh, in in my dream is uh, is like a dream city for the music. Everyone wants to go to New York to see what the musicians do. The they really do for music in New York because it's the beginning of everything of uh, you, American music and is continued nowadays. So that's why New York is very important for me. Okay, thank All you. Right. Next, I will give you a topic card. You will have to talk about the topic for one to two minutes. You have one minute to think about what you are going to say. You can make some notes if you wish. Do you understand? Okay. Can you start speaking now, please? Uh, 
I want to I want to talk about the the one who makes me happy. Uh, we have we got a lot of people that makes us happy every day, but the one I want to talk about today is uh, is like um, my first teacher in my career now. It's a he is one of the most famous singers in Vietnam nowadays. His name is. Uh, his name is Tuấn Hưng. Uh, he was born in uh, Nam Định. He lived uh, in uh, Saigon now, and became uh, my uh, boss. It's like my boss. We we also we usually uh, call call him that call him boss. Well, after the voice competition last year, and I just I just known him officially. It's a few months. But uh, the way he makes me feel happy, because he inspired me, and uh, not only me, but a lot of us in my member of my team, inspired about the passion of music, about the passion of uh, what we gonna do, what we want to do in, um, in the future, and he he makes us know that. If we want to make it happen, we have to did it, have to do it in action, and not just uh, sit down and just dream about that. Helps us about the the career a lot. Yeah. What do you think makes people happy in today's society? What people happy? What makes them happy? What makes them happy in society today? You know that the happiness is uh, something. Sometimes it's just a little, just a little thing can makes you happy, or it's a big thing could make you happy as well. So, uh, in my opinion, the what makes the people happy nowadays is the balance between the uh, between the their their earning. Uh, how, how can I get their income and their families? They have to make it balance. So uh, it's it just normally, but uh, with me, just in my life, what makes me happy is very simple. It is do what you want, do what you love, and do what you think that is true. So that makes me happy. And I don't know the people they they think about that. I don't know, but. I think that a lot of people did, they have the same uh, thought with me. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, well done. Thank you. All right, what did you think about that performance? Uh, I was actually impressed. I mean, the, the first time uh, towards the beginning, I was thinking that she was maybe a little bit of a low-level candidate, mm -hmm. but the more I listened and the more she explained her ideas, I actually, I, at the end of it, I was very impressed. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd say there's one thing that really uh, she could improve and that would be her speed. Yes. She's a little bit slow to explain her ideas but having said that she's very accurate. Um, I mean I think she's thinking a lot about her grammar and her pronunciation because both of those are quite accurate but it's coming at the expense of a little bit slow. Mm -hmm. um, so if I were her I'd probably worry less about being perfect and just try, try and be more fluent and, and just let it out instead of worrying too much. 
So what was what caused the change in your perception? You know, where was it in her performance? Uh, you know, some of her answers in part one were, you know, she she could have explained and elaborated a bit more, um, but as it went on in part three, she gave some really good, really detailed, uh, logical answers. I thought. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's see what she thinks about her performance, shall we? Sure. All right, P. What do you think about that performance? Oh, for today, I don't really, really. Um, pleasure with my performance uh, because maybe I don't have much time to think. What would you do to improve that performance next time? Uh, if I have ch chance to do it again, I think that is the most important thing for me is uh, I have to improve my vocabulary. Uh, right? Um, because I, uh, I want to uh, express my opinion as um, quick as possible and it is um, so what a pity for me, I don't have time. Don't be too worried about your vocabulary. Okay, so now that we've, we've talked about, you know, um, we've seen a lot of stars do IELTS. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about, you know, stars going on and taking the challenge of doing the IELTS test? Well, first of all, they're pretty brave. I mean, they're very brave to put themselves in the spotlight, quite literally. And uh, because if it were me, if I were a celebrity in, in my home country and I had mm -hmm. to do something like the Vietnamese challenge, I, I'd find that very, very daunting. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm very impressed that they're, uh, how brave they are to, to volunteer themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually, to be honest, yeah. I'm very surprised because some celebrities, I didn't expect them to have that good English. Yes. Um, because you don't often hear them singing English songs and being in English movies and things. I've, I've been very impressed, actually. Absolutely, I agree with you. So uh, next up is our writing section. And it's really important because um, I think this is one of the things that, that we all need, you know, mm -hmm. um, in terms of our thinking and in terms of our writing. And that is writing coherently. Mm. Yeah. So guys, let's take a look at a clip that's basically going to tell you how to write coherently. Um, and we'll take a look at the clip and we're going to talk about it. Okay, Dan, so in terms of writing coherently, mm -hmm. how do we do that? Um, well, the first, the first thing to be aware of is there are some cultural differences in the way people express themselves, say for example in Vietnamese and in English. And to, it's, it's difficult to generalize, but generally speaking, IELTS is looking for a very direct, mm -hmm. very linear. Linear means in a, in a straight line. So I think the first thing to realize is being simple is okay. Mm -hmm. And to directly express your ideas might feel like it's too simple, but that's exactly what IELTS is looking for. Mm -hmm. So my advice is usually for a, a typical body paragraph, I'd say keep it very simple. First sentence, what's your idea? Maybe two, three sentences to explain why you think that, and then maybe an example at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a fairly simple structure, and people often overcomplicate their writing. Mm. They think that it has to be complicated to be academic, mm -hmm. but actually IELTS, it, they're expecting very, very simple um, development of the paragraph. Mm -hmm. Now, what's the link between simplicity and, I guess, logic? Because sometimes cohesion is about logic in mm -hmm. the writing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, coherence uh, is basically about clarity of expression. Can you clearly express your ideas? Mm -hmm. So if you try and overcomplicate your ideas, mm -hmm. they might not be communicated clearly to the reader. Mm -hmm. um, and I think in IELTS, there's also the, the, the pressure and the nervousness, which might make your ideas even less clear. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, my, my number one advice for writing is just keep it simple. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be complicated to be academic. 
So guys, remember, just like a nice house, you know, your, your writing should, should have these points in the paragraph. You should have the introductory sentence. You should have several statements to support that idea stated in the introductory statement. And at the end, give a couple of examples, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. and, that, and with that, you're good to go in terms of your structure, okay? So don't worry too much about giving, putting flowers into that garden of an essay that you have to do in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, uh, when it comes to the, to the topic of media, um, what do you think are some of the words that we can take away for um, the there, there's, there's actually quite a few good idioms in this topic, I think. So easy to find on the internet, on YouTube or wherever. Um, but a few that come to mind are, uh, the pen is mightier than the sword. Oh. Uh, which is, it's a very kind of classical one, but it's still, um, it's still okay for these days. Mm -hmm. And it means that um, there's a lot of power in communication. And uh, you, know, you can send out some very powerful messages through media. Mm -hmm. And another one is in the, lime, in the limelight, in the limelight, it's a bit hard to pronounce, mm -hmm. in the limelight. Uh, that means, you know, under the spotlights in a, in a TV studio like we're here today. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can use that to talk about a celebrity. So somebody who's often on TV is in the limelight. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Are you a big fan of the media? Uh, I am. Um, so at university, I studied uh, a lot of media studies. Ah. I studied uh, a lot about music and uh, recording and technology and things. So. Um, it's always been an interest of mine, even since I was in you know, grade 10, grade 11. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so in your, your own personal definition, what is your definition of media? Because I know its definition has changed throughout the year. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think media is always changing, but the purpose of it is to communicate. Yes. So it's to communicate ideas. And it's always changing. You know, the TV is only about 60, 70 years old. Mm -hmm. um, but there's always been media, even from carving into stones and yeah. writing on leaves. But even though the form changes, the, the purpose is very simple. It's to communicate messages. Absolutely. So now if you had to, if, if you were you know, in, in the media industry, mm -hmm. what, what is your message to the people that you're communicating with? I think always think of the audience. Who, who are you communicating this message to? Because that affects lots of things like your tone, your, your style of communication, and it really helps you to focus on um, pitching it at the right level. Um, so before you, know, before you communicate anything, whether it's a letter or an email or a, a vlog, always think about who is the intended audience. Mm -hmm. yeah. I completely agree with that. And I think it also applies a lot in our daily lives. Because mm. you know, to say that we don't like something, we have to say it differently you know, yeah. to, to our mother or to our loved one, or to our teacher, mm -hmm. you know, or to our colleague. You know, very, very different styles of communication. Mm -hmm. And same thing you know, for, for us doing the Thamayalt show. Yeah. You know, we, we have to be very, very conscious about what we say mm -hmm. um, out there mm -hmm. to, to inspire people. Yeah. You know, but I think a lot, of, a lot of bad communication happens because uh, people don't think about the audience. They, yes. they, it might be clear in their minds, but they fail to consider who is receiving the, mm -hmm. the message. So Absolutely. always keep it in mind. Absolutely. So responsible media That's is right. very important. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Dan, for, for talking again. And it's always been a pleasure to, sh to hear a lot of your tips and to hear a lot of your insights into the, uh, into the IELTS exam. Great to be here in the limelight. <laughs> <laughs> and the limelight loves you. <laughs> Embraces you very well. <laughs> this is IELTS Facial Podcast Series. The official podcast from IFO Show, the one and only talk show in Vietnam about every IELTS 